Hello and welcome to the Innerware Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I am coming to you with a very important question. For context, I have recently run a free challenge. It's currently free. So just to be very clear on that, it's the beginning of February 2023. I have run something that has been loosely termed the 50% challenge, the time audit challenge. And essentially, just to let you know what this is, and if you want to access it and you're listening to this when this episode is being released, you will absolutely be able to. The link will be in the show notes. And this time audit challenge is there for you to stop doing the same old things and keep getting the same old results. If you are sick of doing the same shit, getting the same shit, getting the same challenges, getting your same inner work being brought up, not feeling like you're getting very far, particularly in business, this challenge is for you to keep. So you'll have the video and the audio replay. And it's a tool to help you audit how you are spending your time and energy currently so that you can do 50% less of the meaningless stuff, 50% more of the meaningful stuff with 50% more joy. It's simple, it's powerful, it's meaningful. The feedback on it has been insane. And I'm talking Literally, people have made decisions on the same day as doing this workshop, whatever you want to call it, and it has changed how they've approached their business for the rest of the month. I am going to be putting a price on this at some point in February, maybe soon. I'll say soon. I don't really want to give it a time frame. This is definitely a paid for resource, but at the at the moment, it's free. If you're looking at the link now, and it's free, snap it up because I am going to turn it into a paid resource soon. It deserves to be. It's a valuable asset. Um, Why am I telling you all of this? Oh, because this particular podcast episode is about one of the questions that I asked in that challenge. And what I thought I'd do is I create this episode so that if you're not going to do that challenge, if you're not going to do the whole thing, you've at least got this snippet because this is one of the most powerful questions from that challenge that I am also using with my one-to-one clients. I'm also using it with myself. And I thought, what better than to bring that question to the inner work conversation and give it to you guys to use to make powerful transformation and change in your life. Now, this very much, some of you have actually contacted me off the back of the last few episodes where I referred to the Thrive First Method. And I can't remember what episode it was in. I think maybe it was episode 134 when I was talking about how thriving is different different to achieving your goals. And I was explaining that by my definition, thriving is about being and goals are about doing, having, or achieving. Thriving is about your inner world, do goals are about your outer world. Thriving is about you till you pop your clocks. Goals are about something with a finite ending or outcome, right? And I think it's really important to make that distinction because one of the biggest things that happens is when my clients come to me for the first time is they realize they actually haven't even acknowledged what it takes for them to thrive and to be at their best. And so This particular module, um, if you join the Thrive First Method, it's open, by the way, doors are open, links in the show notes. This is module one, connect to yourself. It's one of the first modules. It is the first proper module. And um, it it will bring to the forefront some of the stuff that we're going to talk about in today's episode. What, and the question, by the way, the powerful question that I keep banging on about that I'm now going to present to you is, under what conditions do you need to be in order to thrive? And I'm t- I'm not talking about airy-fairy thriving here. I am talking about for you to do your best work, under what conditions do you need to do that? 
and um, for you to feel in your inner world at your best physically under what conditions do you need to be and so this question that I'm going to pose to you in today's episode I'm going to give you some context to it I'm going to explain the reason why we don't ask these questions and and then I'm going to hand over to you as well as give you the link to the 50% challenge so that you can sign up, so that you can do the whole thing, right? So let's start there. Why don't we acknowledge what we need in order to thrive? Why don't we acknowledge the conditions and under what circumstances we need in order to thrive? I think that there is, well, not I think, what I see in my own clients and what I also see in myself is there's a deep conditioning to not ask for too much, there's a deep conditioning to not make demands um, just, you know, sit nicely in the corner. Don't don't ask for too much. Don't cause a stir. Don't seem like you are a diva. Don't seem like you are demanding. And by the way, in all of that, can you just please produce your best work? Can you please just be your best? And I think that one of the things that I'm definitely learning both through my own inner work, but also through the work I'm facilitating with my clients is waking ourselves up to this conversation that is, yeah, fine. If you want me to do a great job, I'm going to need these conditions. And I remember I've actually, if you go on to the 50% challenge, you'll hear me explain this in the session. I actually remember being in my old job, my last job that I was in before I set my own business up. And I remember having a conversation with my boss that said, look, if you want me to be at my best, I'm going to need to work in these ways. And it was the very first time that A, I had owned that, but also B, that my boss had realized, oh, I, what I'll give you the example what it was he wanted me to produce these um PowerPoint slides so that the client in advance could see what the session was going to be about and again if you go on to the 50% challenge what you'll see is the, the the actual challenge itself the session was actually designed while I was doing my makeup the details of it was designed as I was doing my makeup an hour before the session because that's how I work best. That's where the magic comes from. And it has taken me a long time to own that because traditionally, in a very professional sense, you are meant to do the details beforehand. You are meant to have learning outcomes beforehand. You are meant to do it this way in order for it to be credible and look professional and have the right font size and all of this bullshit. When actually, when I do work in that way, it A, saps the energy from me, takes the magic out of it, B, and C, just turns the volume and the colour down on it. And that's the thing that I've noticed. There's an episode um, I don't know how far back it is now, but it's about toxic professionalism. Um, it's maybe like 10 episodes or so back from this one-ish. And I talk about that in that episode. It's like, how are we still conforming to ways of being that we think is expected that is actually not helping us to thrive in business? And that's what this question is all about. Under what conditions do you need to be in order to thrive? So just today, I've been on three more or less back-to-back -back coaching calls today. You could probably hear it because I'm very buzzy. I'm very like fired up. And that is because weaved into all three of those clients today has been, yeah, but what do you need? So I'll give you an example. One of the clients that I work with runs her own business and therefore she designs her own services. So, and the industry that she is in, it is done a certain way. People do do things like this in our industry. People charge prices like this in our industry. 
And what I found with her is, well, actually, for me to give the best service, for me to feel like I am smashing it out the park for me and my client, and for me to feel like I'm thriving in my business, I need to do things that are the opposite of the way it's expected. But I'm scared because it's not done that way in my industry. There's where the work is. Well done you, because you've just acknowledged under what conditions you need to be in order to thrive in business. And yes, sometimes that looks like the opposite of what's the norm in inverted commas, but there's the question for you all today. Under what conditions do you need to be in order to thrive? Let me give you some prompts to consider. So what you'll find in the 50% challenge, if I haven't already con like convinced you and encouraged you enough to go and sign up for it while it's still free, I don't know what you're playing at. You should probably switch this podcast episode off right now and go and invest your time in going and doing that. I would much prefer that. If you're still here, let's go. I want you to think about... For me, let's let's talk business. For me to thrive in business, for me to do my best work, which is what would that's what we're talking about in the 50% challenge. For me to do my very best work, what do I need in my inner world? And in the session itself, loads of the comments were coming back in. I need inner calm. I need to feel inspired. And in order to feel inspired, I need to create space within my week to read and to be inspired by songs and music and journaling and this and that and the other. This is very practical stuff that is very much linked to the not very tangible stuff. What do I need in my inner world for me to be at my best in business? Yeah, we also, I also asked the question in this session of, and who do you need to be in the energy of in order for you to be at your best in business? Now, this was not what people expected because I think what they meant was very practically, like who do you need to spend time with? So some of the answers that started to come in were things like, I need to see this friend at least once a week. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Don't discredit that. That might be absolutely the case. But who do you need to be in the energy of? Because you can be in the energy of anyone. Mm, say anyone. Let me give you some examples. So let's say someone who makes you feel powerful and strong and resilient and lit up. Someone who makes you feel like that is Rihanna, the singer. So you can be in the energy of that pe person by going on a walk and listening to her music. Let's say that there's a certain podcast or a certain person who provides you with inspiration and makes you feel powerful and inspired. You can listen to their content. You can read their books. You can watch their YouTube videos. Are you getting the gist? It's like, who do you need to be in the energy of to make you thrive and be at your best in business? Where do you need to be, right? For some people, they need to be tied to a desk in order to do their best work. For other people, they need to only be at their desk when they're delivering. So for me, that looks like my client calls, my recording, my podcast. Then I need to be out on walks. That's where I do my best work. And can you see it looks the absolute opposite of the way we've been conditioned? The way we've been conditioned is you go to your work, you do your work from nine till five in an office, then you come home. And so it looks, it's, it's gonna be a little bit challenging to own that actually your best work might be done when you're out on a walk in nature. And I don't mean you creating a sparkly document because that's going to be hard to carry a laptop while you're on that walk. But I actually mean that maybe that's where you're the most creative, inspired. 
Maybe for you in your inner world, you need to be able to ebb and flow. So that practically might look like you might need to, if you own your own business, you might actually need to earn double the amount in January because you know that you want to give yourself financial freedom for February, right? This is not just about the inner world stuff. This is about the very strategic and practical outer world stuff that help you be at your best. And it is not the way we have been conditioned to think. I know for me, I personally, I need to make sure that my business finances are set up in such a way that creates freedom for me to go off and create when I feel that urge and that pull to. So what I can't do is have myself tied to certain things so that when that creative urge comes, I'm like, oh, I can't go with that creative urge because I'm tied to all of this over here. So I know that I need to set my business up in such a way that supports me doing my best work. And what I am going to do in a minute is I'm going to insert a little clip from the replay of this session so that you can hear the reasoning behind that. In fact, let me do that now before I move any further. Here it is. The thing that I really want for you is that you walk away from this session with a confidence in your ability to execute the work that you've done today, with the conviction that the story I told at the beginning about the funeral and the fact that we're just here and then we're not, get this shit done. It's important. Even if you don't like thinking about it like that, think about it like this. One day you're not going to be working and your contribution in terms of your career will be over. Done. No more work. And for you, that might be a very exciting thing. For me, it's not. I love my work. I genuinely get sad about the day that I'm not going to be doing this work anymore. And so I really want you to think, hang on a minute. Now I'm thinking in that mindset, what am I going to execute? Because this is important. Let 2023 be the year that you ex- you execute on this shit. Courage, confidence, conviction, make it meaningful. Just what are you going to commit to actually doing as a result of this session? And the bit that I wanted you to listen out for was the bit where I was saying, look, you really do only do this once. Whether like this isn't about what we believe about bloody reincarnation and all that. Let's just talk about you in business. You get to stamp your stamp here once. And that's not to say that time's running out or, you know, you don't get to make mistakes or anything like that. Doesn't matter how old you are when you're listening to this episode or how old you are when you do the 50% challenge. The point that I'm trying to get at here is what is the point, right, of going through business or having your own business and designing it? and navigating it in a way that doesn't honor how you do your best work and also doesn't honor how you feel about how you're doing your work, right? So when I've asked you those questions earlier about what are the conditions that you need in order to thrive and do your best work in your inner world, about who you're with, where you are, think about other things as well. Think about when, when do you do your best work? Because I know for me, my I, I've now realized and I now fully own that when I am my own muse and I'm honest with you all, that's when you get in touch with me and go, fuck, that was powerful. Thank you for sharing that, right? And all of that comes from the, the very early hours of half five till half seven when that time I spend with myself and I'm honest with myself and I can use that as my creative force to then record podcast episodes and build material and workshops and use it for fuel for my coaching. I know all of that is important. So no one anywhere can come to me and say, oh no, you should be doing business like this. When actually 
I've got evidence that if I do it my way, that's what that's what resonates with my clients. That's what draws people into my world. That's what makes me connect to the people who know that they will be served and transformed from the work that we co-do together. We do mutually, yeah? I really want you to consider this question under what conditions are you at your best in order to thrive and be at your best in business? Think about how you're doing things. And when you do this exercise, one of the things, if you sign up to the 50% challenge, uh, whatever I've called it, <laughs> what you'll realize in there is there's a big difference between recognizing it, understanding it, raising your self-awareness awareness around it, and then doing something about it. So that's why you'll, like I explained earlier on, that's why you'll be able to see that I take you through a very set structure of guiding you through taking 50% of your time hypothetically away. It's quite a fun exercise to do. Taking 50% of your time away and being like, right, if I had 50% less time, what meaningless stuff, and I guide you through that in the challenge, what meaningless stuff would I do less of or would I be approaching differently? If I then had 50% of my time back, what meaningful stuff would I commit more time and energy to? And how would I do all of that in a way that honored me and the way I do my best work? How would I do more of that? And what I'm doing with this challenge is I'm positioning you as your authority because here's the thing, you are all different. We are all different. We literally are, we have different challenges, different life circumstances, different obligations, different responsibilities, and also different inner worlds. Some of us are neurodivergent. Some of us have really spiritual intuition that we feel deeply connected to. Some of us are really heavily driven by the very strategic and practical stuff. Some of us, you get the gist, we're all different. And so my work will never tell you I hope, will never preach to you that this is the way to do things. Alternatively, my work will position and pose questions to you that challenge the way that you're currently doing things, that raise your self-awareness and your own inner truth so that you can connect to yourself, understand under what conditions you need to be in order to thrive and do your best work. And then through that raised self-awareness, start to create change. And by the way, that's what I'm giving you for free. The bit that where we start to create change, that's what I support my clients with one-to-one. -one. Because let me tell you, when we start to create change, you are gonna bump up against yourself. I certainly do. That's why I've really valued my own coaching this week because as I've literally took steps against my conditioning so that I've been on Instagram and I've been promoting my services and I've been doing things that I wouldn't ordinarily do because of conditioning that tells me that that's wrong. I've been bumping up against feelings that are very uncomfortable and therefore doing that, having that support as you navigate that thing, as you navigate those things, those emotions that you're bumping up against, that's where coaching comes in really, really handy. If you aren't ready for that yet, if or if you if that doesn't sound like what you particularly need, I would really encourage you to take the free challenge and then consider joining the Thrive First Method. And there are two different tiers of the Thrive First Method. So you can choose which is best for you. This is my encouragement to you. Go and do that free challenge before I put a price tag on it. I would love you to do that. If that resonates with you, consider if you're in the position to invest further because I would love to do this work with you. However, 
please let it be known that I'm bringing some of this material to you through my podcast, through the Inner Work Conversation, through these free challenges that I'm doing in the hope that this is the start, this is the foundation, this is the basis upon which that you can self-create change from this day, right? So I know that this has been a shorter episode than usual. Please take it as my encouragement that you go ahead and do the challenge and find new things out about yourself and really own them, really step into actually those things that you've been telling yourself, the ways that you work that are different to this professional norm that you've been conditioned to think is the right way of doing things. Actually, that was right all along and you knew it. Now's the time to own it about yourself. And owning it, by the way, it's it's not some sort of, it's not like a way to change your CV or a conversation that you have. It's through actually changing the way you approach business and the way you approach life to suit your preferences. And that takes time and it does take bumping up against uncomfortable feelings, discomfort, and working through that in order to form a new self-concept. That's the work that we do. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. I am, please, please never forget. I am really, am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.